Hi, welcome to episode three of the Interns Handbook, a podcast where we bring interns onto the show for them to give you some pointers on how to not get fired from on your first day on your job. Today we're joined by Manaho, our NYUDC Hall Congress president, perhaps one of the better ones that we've seen, subject to change. Um, she also interns at the Brennan Center for Justice, um, uh, advocacy think tank hybrid that does a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff concerning every facet of law. And she, last but not least, runs the highly popular, much better than this one, uh, NYUDC podcast Tuesday Trendcast. I highly suggest you check that out. <laughs> Hashtag podcast love. <laughs> this is totally unpaid advertising, by the way. No, she totally didn't. Uh, did not bribe you. <laughs> no, not at all. Not in any way or form. But anyway, hi, Manal. How are you hey, doing? Hey, Jay. What's up? I'm good. So, as we've said, you've taught, you have you work at the Brennan Center for Justice. And um, which department do you work at or what do you do there? So, I'm basically their undergraduate intern for the Liberty and National Security Program, um, which basically means I do a lot of research on issues relating to surveillance, um, big data policing, uh, racial inequality as it relates to social media um and a lot of following on the trump russia timeline which is a current project i'm working on um but it's very relative and very current so you got a lot of projects that you're working on a wide range of subjects so are you passionate about all these subjects or are there specific ones how did you get into this yeah i i'm definitely passionate about everything that the brennan center stands for which is how i got involved with the brennan center initially um, last year, I worked at the NYU School of Law, which is obviously um, related to the Brennan Center, um, and they're affiliated, which means that they host a lot of events at the School of Law um, back in Manhattan. Uh, and when I would look at these events, they would obviously catch my eye, and I kind of Googled the Brennan Center internships in DC, and luckily enough, their first semester having undergraduate interns was this semester. Um, yeah. And it was sort of like a perfect storm of events. That perfect just storm of events is exactly how I would describe it. Um, and I got involved, and I think it's been a great decision. Um, definitely have been working on projects that relate to me, relate to what I believe in, and it's been a good run. So for the rest of us who are not as lucky as you to get that sort of perfect internship lined up for us, how would you suggest us finding the rest of us to find an internship that we're passionate about and not just something that you go to just to pad out your resume. Is there any tips and pointers you give for that? I think what you just said is really important, that you need to find an internship that you can personally relate to. Um, I have friends interning at places that are that are great. They look amazing on resumes, and you can work for them and have zero passion about what you're working for. And I think that's a big mistake. If you're not happy working there, it's definitely not worth it, even if it's going to look beautiful on your resume. Um, some advice that I would give is to find organizations, find um, foundations that kind of stand for what you believe in and what you want to work towards and then contact them for further information on internships volunteer opportunities um, a job and that's where you get started so you've done a lot at the Brennan Center for Justice so far and uh, but given that's such a wide range of subjects do you have just one boss or is it like a lot of people you work for do you get to keep in touch with these people often Leave yeah um, so I do have one boss that I report to. Um, it's Rachel Levinson-Waldman. She is a senior counsel at the Brennan Center in the Liberty National Security Program. Um, so I, she is my direct boss. Uh, it's fun because we have a great working relationship. We go out to lunches sometimes and she takes me to meetings, which is always a great boss-employee relationship. Um, and then I do have coworkers who are research and program associates, but I don't report to them. 
Um, I do, whenever I have the chance, help them with their current projects, which is always nice to do. Um, if you're open to new projects or if you want to be a well-known name in your office, I'd say kind of getting in touch with your coworkers might be a good... So you just kind of butt into their sort yeah. of space and say, hey, can I help you with the project? Yeah. Or disturb them in their cubicles. Go in, knock, and be like, hey, do you need help? Because that's obviously a great way to be known around the office as the intern that can always help. I see. Um, so you building a relationship with your boss, let me just uh, touch back on that. Are there any surefire ways to get closer to your boss? Because I know it's a very intimidating thing for a lot of people, especially uh, from if it's in your first internship, you see them as this sort of high up figure, someone that you just follow every women call or every beck and call and that you want to please them as much as you can. Is there any way you could get closer to them in a much more perhaps informal sense or much more intimate sense so that you could work on projects more naturally? I think it's a two-way system. Um, you should know your boss and your boss should know you. Uh, and it obviously ranges. Um, sometimes bosses don't really care about undergrad interns, which is common, I've seen it happen. But here you need to remember that your boss has a lot more on their mind than you. Um, you are not their sole focus. But to get closer to your boss, you should obviously know what they're working on, what their current um, projects are, and what they need help in. Um, if you can be an extra set of hands for them whenever they need you, I think that would be important in making a, in building a better relationship with them. Um, and knowing just how your boss likes to communicate, if she or he, um, if they like to communicate through email, through text, through phone, um, know that and kind of function in that way. But if they like to be in person, if they like to talk to you in their office, know that as well. Um, and then intimately, I'd say maybe ask them out for lunch, uh, which is always a great way to know your boss better. Uh, I always ask my boss personal questions, so I like to travel a lot. I like, I know that my boss loves to travel. Um, so I kind of, whenever I have the opportunity, I ask her about her personal life, which is, can be prying into something that is really too personal. But you, I mean, if she says no, she says no, but it's never too bad to ask about their lives. I feel like from getting from what you're saying that your boss seems like a pretty open sort of person to talk about a lot about her life and uh, her job. She seems like a very nice person, I'm guessing. She's very sweet. She really cares about everybody who works underneath her. Um, and she obviously cares about how um, she is acting as a boss to me and how I like working at the Brennan Center, um, which I really appreciate. I think every boss should know how their intern is doing um, at the internship. But yeah, she, she really cares. I see. Well, thank you so much, Manaho, for coming on. Um, again, we're just going to plug her podcast here for a bit. Um, she's joined by Joaquin, um, who's also a student here at MIDC. Uh, they run a podcast called Tuesday Trendcast, where they go over the latest trends in pop culture and current events. They are totally funny on that podcast. You really should listen to them. Highly recommend it. But anyway, thank you again so much, Manaho. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. We now turn it over to Helena, who will be interviewing our second guest of the day. Hi everyone, this is Helena. Thanks for listening to the Interns Handbook, a podcast for interns by interns. Today's guest is John Varna. John Varna is a sophomore at NYU, majoring in history and public policy with minors in sociology and German. Perfect. And today he's going to talk about uh, some advice he has for interns. So, John, um, what internships have really stood out in your memory as being particularly um, impactful or you learned a lot from them? 
Sure. Well, my first internship was a part of a program through my high school called CEIP, Career and Entrepreneurship Internship Program. And I interned for uh, the largest newspaper in upstate New York, the Albany Times Union and their Capitol Bureau, uh, doing, you know, some interesting work. But overall, the experience there taught me something that I would keep with me throughout my entire time interning. And that is you are going to be asked to do work that you do not want to do. It's not going to interest you. It's not going to seem glamorous. But what you have to do is you have to be willing uh, to suck it up and accept that work eagerly. Don't complain about it. Do it well. And then over time, uh, you will build the confidence of your supervisor. And of course, they're going to still expect you to do that kind of grunt work but they're also going to hand you uh, more interesting and more glamorous yeah. projects. So when I first got to the Times Union, I had some really, really, really unfortunate filing <laughs> projects. And it was just yeah. excruciatingly boring. Right. But over time I did it, and I did it ahead of schedule or ahead of their expectations. And they started to let me write first for their blog, and mm -hmm. then eventually I had a very, very tiny story in <laughs> the far, far corner of like the like 16th page of a, but it counts. of a Tuesday newspaper. But it counts. And I was really excited at the time, and in retrospect, it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, but at the time, in high, we, we, you were in high school. I was in high school. It's a, a big deal in high when school. you're in high so school. So I was published I in, a, in a fairly large newspaper, mm -hmm. and um, that was exciting. Uh, you will learn a lot in an internship, but you will also be confronted with very menial tasks mm -hmm. that you feel are beneath you. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is they are beneath you. Um, you've been hired for your internship because the employer recognizes that you're a skilled and intelligent and driven person and that you're mm -hmm. going somewhere. Right. But in order to go somewhere, you have to suck it up and do stuff you don't want to do. Right, so it's just a matter of proving yourself, which is probably going to be true of most internships. Putting, putting in the time, really. Yeah. You put in your time, you bide your time, and then uh, you're sowing the seeds of your future success, and then oh, hopefully... Oh, very eloquent. Uh, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> eventually, you get to reap those rewards. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're doing your interview, when you're implying for the internships, do you think it's necessary to talk about your higher aspirations? Do you think... Like, should you assume that you'll be able to move up the ranks? Or do sure. you, should you assume that you're pretty much just going to be doing menial tasks? So my first internship was um, for a journalism outlet, mm -hmm. a, a newspaper. But uh, after that, I, I began working on Hillary Clinton's campaign mm -hmm. for president, held a succession of internships on her campaign. And then um, I worked for Senator Chuck Schumer, who's Democratic leader of the United States Senate. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> um, and so most of my internships have been in politics. Mm -hmm. And in politics, uh, ambition is necessary, but it's also seen as something kind of unsavory. Okay. So when you talk about your, your higher aspirations, you want to make it look like you're driven, mm -hmm. but you don't want to look arrogantly or cock cockily. Cocky? Cock, co yeah, cocky about your, um, like, arrogantly ambitious, right? Okay, you don't right. want to seem, like, ruthless or cutthroat. Mm -hmm. So if you're interning for a senator mm -hmm. and you want to intern, you're coming to Washington, D.C. to intern on the Hill, 
and they ask you, what are your future goals? Mm -hmm. You do not say, I want to be a senator or I want to be president of the United States. Right. Because that will be greeted with an eye roll. What you want to do is you want to talk about finishing your education. Maybe you right. plan on getting a master's degree or a law degree and some of the earlier steps that you want to take in your uh -huh. career. As opposed to like so your ultimate. For me, it wouldn't yeah. be, I want to do X, Y, and Z when I'm 65 years old. It's, oh, I want to finish my majors in this and then I want to get a law degree and then I want to clerk for a judge and practice law. Uh-huh, that's awesome. So you don't want to be like, <laughs> I'm going to be an astronaut. Or I'm going to be like the person who cures cancer. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> so do you think politics as an industry interns should be prepared to put on a smile and do really boring work? And how do you deal with that then? How do you deal with, because I feel like it's hard getting into politics and having a lot of idealistic ambitions or maybe goals and then you show up and what you're doing is filing. Well, and it I may will, not be what you sure, expected. Sure, I will warn any intern who goes into politics with um, an idealistic sense of what government should be or what government should do. Um, because I've, I've had now five internships uh -huh. in some sort of political organization, including a campaign and including um, for a senator. And I, I leave every day a little more cynical than I was the last <laughs> day. Um, that's not to say that I don't think political internships are worthwhile. Mm -hmm. I think public service, um, when done honorably and done well, is like one of the most noble pursuits that one can, uh, can choose. But yeah. at the same time, um, prepare for disappointment, not only in Aww. some of the tasks that right. you'll be expected to do, yeah. but also if you go into politics, it's because you care mm -hmm. and you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I, I remember working for Hillary Clinton and boy, did we lose. <laughs> um, that was extremely painful. And then, mm -hmm. you know, interning for Chuck Schumer, we, you know, we take L's on a lot of bills that we don't want to see passed right, routinely. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do it, but you shouldn't be... Um, unrealistically mm -hmm. idealistic. Yeah. You need mm -hmm. to be practical in your expectations. And I tell you what, if you come into an internship with the right expectations, uh -huh. you'll enjoy it a lot more than if you come in expecting the world. Right, exactly. So let's say that you've been in an internship and you've been paying your dues, you've been there for a while, you've been ahead of schedule with your filing projects, you're doing a good job, but they're not giving you more intelligent work or work that you want actually want to do. How would you go about asking your supervisor for that kind of work? Sure. Um, well, the first thing is, uh, in many organizations, you're going to have a point person who's technically your supervisor. Right, right. They're probably going to have a title along the lines of internship coordinator, mm -hmm. but they're not going to be the people overseeing your day-to-day -day projects or your day-to-day -day work. That's mm -hmm. been my experience at every single Yeah, I would agree with that. Had. Yeah. Um, so what's really key is in the early days, forging connections with your actual bosses and not just the internship supervisor. Right, absolutely. Uh, and then making it known to them what your interests are so mm -hmm. that when they have something that comes across their desk, they mm -hmm. might think, oh, so-and-so would enjoy this. How would you go about doing that with your supervisors in a way that doesn't seem, I guess, like, schemey? Sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, technically, the law says that an internship 
is supposed to be more beneficial to the intern than it is to the firm or organization. Right, absolutely. Often cases that's not true, that's how it's supposed to be, but often cases that isn't true. Uh But you should, you have, you're reasonably entitled to expect that. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting the sort of work that you want to get, mm-hmm. you should just be frank and candid about it. But right. it's important to upfront um, express interests in mm-hmm. certain areas mm-hmm. to make it clear that you can be a valuable asset in certain areas right. and to slowly earn trust. Okay. Um, so I think those are all of the questions I have. Thanks, John, for being on the podcast this week. And thank you to everyone listening for tuning in to the Intern's Handbook. Tune in again in two weeks or so to hear what other interns have to say about being an intern. Thanks again and see you soon. Bye.